0: Hello, everybody. Jeff Mason with Simple SimpleBiz360, SimpleBiz360.com. Merry Christmas to everybody. Hope all, everyone's doing well. Hey, we just uh, really appreciate you tuning in today and uh, wanted to just invite you to subscribe. You go to the lower right-hand portion of the screen if you're looking. Uh, toggle, um, just put your cursor over that little pinwheel, uh, favicon, and that's the subscribe button. We'd love you to join us every week, 10 to 12 minutes, roughly, uh, when we do content and then longer when we have some interviews. Uh, but, uh, we'd certainly love you to join along. We're on 25 listening platforms, Amazon, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeart, Pandora, uh, Google, Apple. So you can find us in a lot of different places as well. Uh, and you can find it right on our notes when you go uh, when you go into the YouTube version of it too. Hey, our books here, we know it's past Christmas, but if you got any money that came to you for Christmas, you you're young, you you're you're in business, you you're, you want to improve what you do in business, we'd love you to pick up our book for 1895 on Amazon at Simple Biz 360 Timeless Business Tools. You can see it right there, or you can buy it through our website at simplebiz360.com. So thanks so much. And what we're going to do, uh, we're going to outline what our challenge is for 2021. If you remember, the challenge we did for 2020 was called the 3Y Challenge. Respond, follow up, follow through. So the challenge for 2021 is inclusion. So we're going to call this the inclusion challenge. Well, what, do I, you know, what are we really talking about? me just back up a second and kind of just present a framework to you that, that I, I kind of I love looking at these things and adding them up and seeing what they come up to but you know I've always mentioned I I, I started to I decided to write this book in 1989 and I love how Harold Janine and his book Managing um, puts together and catalogs his career he said it was a creative experience his whole career was a creative experience and that's what I think of when I think of my 30-year endeavor. Knowing I was going to write a book in 1989, I feel like I was a photographer, and along the way, I not only read and listened and attended all kinds of seminars, uh, but and soaked up all these third-party influencers, but I took snapshots of business situations, of company cultures, of um, um, incidents, of... You know, conflict resolution, successes, failures. And I took these snapshots along the way to help shape, help fortify, help give me, uh, you know, really allocatable content to this book and eventually to this podcast. So when I look at my career you know, it, it spans nine industries. So, you know, I have a sales agency, I dip in a lot of different um, um, business pools because of that sales agency. And, it, you know, it takes me into some different industries and, and so forth. And, and when I add that up with everything else I've done, I've been involved in nine different industries in my career, 32 different company cultures. Uh, and I've amassed over 75,000 work hours. So what does that mean to you listening and reading the book? It just means that along the way I got exposed to a lot of different cultures, Fortune you know, 100 companies, small little you know, independently owned companies. But nonetheless, I, I learned a lot about each one of those cultures, about the operations, procedures, and so forth. And I really started to understand things from a totality point of view and it really helped me shape what I'm doing now in the twilight of my career. And that's paying it forward, sharing with you the things that I feel could help you that I know have helped me. And they're just designed to, to you know, help us grow in business, keep our businesses going and doing things. So so what I call the why I call this the inclusion challenge is just like I boiled things down to respond, follow up and follow through on the three Y challenge. In all these different cultures, in all these different industries, 30 years, 75,000 hours, I've come to really break the business down and say that the success that I see out there, wherever that success is, whatever landscape it is, it contains this inclusiveness where you include the customer into what you're doing and you treat them like a family member. You show them you care and love for their business, and you show them that you want to do the very best for them. And there's all kinds of different components that we'll explore that, that help to mold that inclusion, you know, a- attitude, if you will. And so I just want to give you a couple, I want to give you an example of what I think is a great um commercial success and inclusion. And and I want to just um uh, then point out some of the nemesises. And we're gonna spend some time talking about some of the nemesis, uh nemesis of I guess that's the word, crazy, uh, of inclusion. You know, what's the antithesis of inclusion? What's the opposite of inclusion? What are some of the dangers? So I look, I don't know about you, but I look at a company like Jimmy Johns. And I'm sorry. I just think their business model is so simplified and it is laced with customer inclusivity. It just shouts just like they shout to you, not at you, but to you as you walk through the front door. Hey, thanks for coming to Jimmy John's. Hey, hey, thanks for coming to Jimmy John's. And you know, what can we get you? And, and you know, they, they welcome you. And there's always, you know, a, a good amount of people in there and, and, they just right away come right up to the counter. They are ready to serve. I don't care where I go. Could be Des Moines. Could be Minneapolis. Could be Omaha. Could be St. Louis. Could be Kansas City. It's just the same. It's great. And if Jimmy John's, you're listening or somebody's listening that you, in management, you pass it on. I mean, I, I, really, I really get a kick out of this. And so you walk up to the counter, and everywhere you go, you get the same exact meal that— you know, if I get my number 12 sandwich, it's always the same wherever I go, and I just love that consistency, and they're freaky fast, which they are freaky fast, and everything happens just boom, 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 and you know what? They don't, they're not advertising uh, filet mignon, they're advertising sandwiches, but what they advertise is what you get, they thank you for coming in, I love that they got rock and roll piping in, in a lot of these places, just burstly, but the experience, the tables are clean, they clean the tables. I don't know, it's just, it, it just shouts to me that, hey, you came through our doors, man. We're going to take care of you. You're part of the Jimmy John's family. And I don't know, man, call me crazy, I think it's a great little story. So, you know, to me, that kind of embodies that customer inclusivity. I just love that whole attitude. And so I, my question to us is how can we send those kind of messages to our customers. And that's what we want to talk about in in the the challenge for 2021. Now, what's intrusion? Intrusion is one of the um, enemies of inclusion. So what do I mean by intrusion? Um, I'm going to read you a great uh, text message I got from a customer in 2021 for an episode. I'll read it to you and we'll use it. But it's really great talks about this. But I'll give you an example I just had. Uh, My bank due to COVID had to close uh, two of their nine branches and my bank that I bank with in O'Fallon, Missouri was closed. And so I had to go shop bank. So I picked out a bank strategically. I liked the location. It was an easy drive from my house. They had multiple branches. Everything looked to me like it just spelled, okay, I'm I'm going here. This is where I'm going. So I walked in through the door and um, somebody said, Hey, can we help you? I said, yeah, I'm uh, just waiting for I want to talk to somebody about opening up some accounts and a person walked into my view and uh, they'd obviously heard that little exchange. Uh, yeah. What can we do for you? Well, I'm, I'm here to open up a couple business accounts. Have a seat in there. Okay. Yeah. So what do you need? Um, what do I need? Um, I need to open up a couple of business accounts. Okay. So um, here's the paperwork. Here's all our, uh, you know, here's all our programs and our, in our banks, in um, our program and our account structures and blah, blah, blah. So, okay, thanks. Never once. Never once has this person made eye contact with me. Never once, not once. I kid you not. And I'm sitting here thinking, okay, I, I, I'm, 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 I'm an intrusion to you. I have no interest in banking here, based on how this is going. Unless this shapes up quickly, I'm out of here. And you know, the, the the whole you know three and a half minute episode concluded, and it was apparent to me, you know what, buddy, I'm having a, and you could be having a bad day. I realize it. I get it. But you know what, buddy. Um, your business is not valued here. I don't care who you are. Um, We're just, you're, you know, it, it just, it felt like an intrusion coming in there. And how many of us, whether we know it or not, are sending that message to customers? Are the customers contacting us and coming away with that feeling the text message i'm going to save for next uh for one of the episodes was a was someone telling me their woes about just that about feeling like they were an intrusion and when you're a company and you and you're sending a message to people that you know what it's fortunate that i'm here as a company boy you're really privileged to be able to even talk to me because i'm the best thing going so what can we do for you bud you know, that kind of messaging is just ugly. It, 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 people don't like it. People, uh, silent business killers strike those companies and those businesses constantly. And I don't know, you know, I'm not going to tell you what bank in O'Fallon, Missouri, that was. But, you know, I tell you what, if anyone's listening and they're at all interested, they should send some secret shoppers into some of these banks and weed out some of these people because you're not sending the right message. Um, confusion, that's another enemy of inclusion and it's confusion. What is confusion? Well, it's just a company that competes uh, with its own employees. How about that? How about companies that... Comp- uh, I have worked with companies over, the, over time that actually have elements with inside the company that are told and are encouraged to compete against you and what you do. So now customers are getting contacted by two people and you think... Jeff, this is crazy. You don't work for companies. Do I? I do. I absolutely do. And, and you have to put yourself in the customer's shoe. When you create this set of confusion where the customer like, why are these people contacting me when I thought you were my point of contact? Why are these people taking care of it when you're the one that should be taking care of it? You told me you would look into it and someone else is. And it just, it you know, and and deals that get cut. I just learned of a deal the other day that got cut in, in my territory for a company. And I mean, it delivered, installed, trained. No one ever told me about it. And it was from one of my internal competitors. It's just horrible, guys. And, and it happens more often than you not. But that's just one example of confusion. Confusion is just, uh, could be so many things uh, wrapped up in communication. You know, we talked about um, uh, sloppy communication, our episode uh, 60 episode, uh, you know, just hearing Dawn and David G. and Betty talk about communication, the importance of it, getting to the customer before they get to you, talking about, um, you know, w- one episode we talked about being 120 certified, you know, from a customer service point of view. Getting to people in time, um, you know, sloppy cryptic communication is, in essence, confusion. It just creates this confusion uh, that you know. But uh, you know, certainly, certainly, if you're creating scenarios where people feel that you're deviant, they feel you're disconnected internally as a company. You know, and I got this response: Hey, you know what? This isn't my problem. That's your problem, pal. You guys got to figure this out. It sends a, it sends it definitely confusing uneasy message to customers. Another uh, antithesis of inclusion would be illusion. And this is something that is really smoking mirrors, bullcrapping people, lying to people, excuse my French, just out and out, um, um, telling customers what they want to hear just to shut them up. And you have no intention of delivering what you tell them. Because just because you want to shut them up or you want to get the deal, you want to make them happy, you want to just get them off your back, you want to do whatever. And so all of a sudden you um, just falsify your responses and what you're really doing And customers more often than not, you know, they pick up on this. They're not stupid. The American people are not stupid. Customers across the globe are not stupid. We pick up on this stuff and we go, you know what? This guy's BSing me. This is a bunch of crap. This isn't going to happen that way. I'm, I'm so tired of dealing with these people. You know, and you get all these things. And then there's some that just, they get away with it. I don't know how they do it. Oh, we got 70 factories in 14 different countries. We do this, we do that, we do this. Oh, geez. I mean, I just it's it's not anywhere near the truth and, you know, it's like, huh. but you know what? They get away with it and and then finally eventually, you know, the you know, eventually it gets discovered and and the the repeat or renewal business just evaporates and and that's no good either. That puts a lot of employees in perilous situations if you have employees because you're not you're not building customer business on truth. You're not including customers. You're just creating this falsified illusion. You're lying. You're making yourself look like you're you're something you're not. And uh, you know it, it just uh, it's no good. A lot of these t- a lot of these illusion type of things have spinipulators in them. They're people that and then we'll talk about that next year. But they're people that can spin a story and manipulate the situation. And it's very very crafty. Very ugly, very very uh, damaging to businesses, and they, um, you know, th- they do get discovered by customers, and a lot of times the customers, as we know, just don't go tell you. Um, but any rate, so we're going to be exploring that. Are we doing enough to include customers? in our uh, business programs and and in our companies, making them feel like family, you know, what, what um, invitational messages are we sending to customers? Are we doing this inclusivity the right way Um, is customer inclusion coming from the top? Because if it doesn't come from the top, I'm sorry, but you know, the top is where the example, the standard is set. And if the top of the company, if you have multiple employees, you know, uh, that CEO, if, if they're not talking that, then it, it's just going to – it's not going to happen at the, uh, at the you know, the doer levels where you have employees doing all the work. Um, it's not going to happen. You know, I worked for a company one time. that Some guy wrote a book, and, you know, we had to read this book, and it was about company culture. And the book was 180 degrees different than the company culture that the company had. It was not even close. And we're sitting here reading this. It's just like reading a bunch of crap. Because it didn't mean anything because it, it, it didn't hold up against the test of what actually was happening. The, the book and the cultures were way different. So, you know, I mean, just got to be careful. Uh, do our systems, you know, envelope or um, does our systems envelope customer inclusion? Do our programs, is it inviting, is it is it, hey, come on, you're a family member, we'll make it easy for you, we'll make it, you know, simplified for you. Um, what areas can we improve on uh, to cre- create better inclusion? And then, you know, are we properly focusing on the customer experience, which I think is an essential component of this, this, you know, making customers feel like they're part of our family, that we're really caring about their money, we really care about their time and money and effort, and, and their investment into our organization. So these are some of the things we're going to do, we'll have some guests on, hopefully really want to get some uh, cool guests that, that are in that 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 customer service genre, they're in that brand, um, you know, um, building genre where they can talk about the importance of some of this. So we'll have some good guests this coming year. And and uh, have some fun with this. But uh, so, the 2021 challenge is the inclusion challenge. So we end every episode like we always say with uh, "Lost on the Shuffle Track," a, a cool rock and roll tune that just really uh, kind of got tucked away in the uh, in the, um, the coffers. And so we kind of dust it off, bring it out, and it's usually from a cool band or album. And it's but it's a song that we don't always hear. You know, usually that's the intent of it anyway. And today, I just love this Christmas album I did. I featured a song from it last year Phil Spector, A Christmas Gift for You From Phil Spector, I always get the title mixed up But it, it went under a couple different titles And I love, I love, love, love The 1963 version By the Ronettes <sighs> Ronnie Spector and the Ronettes Where they did Frosty the Snowman I mean, come on, it's Christmas time It's a great little jumpy, jumpy rendition of Frosty the Snowman. Enjoy it. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Hope you guys have a great um, stretch of time with family and friends. Be careful. Be safe. And, you know, as we say always, you know, get to the customer before they get to you. Remember to follow up, follow through. But to begin that trifecta is remember to respond to all the inquiries. And hey, when it comes down to it, Customer perception is customer reality, and that's the deal. So we have to figure out ways to fit into that, that perception the right way and not the wrong way. So again, Merry Christmas. We will see you next week. Thanks for tuning in.